1 Corinthians chapter 1. Our theme today from beginning to end without interruption will be the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 for an opening passage of Scripture. Verse 18. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. And then verse 22 through 24. For the Jews require a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block, and unto the Greeks foolishness. But unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. And then verse 2 of chapter 2. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. This is the most important event of our faith, of our religion, of why we are assembled in this place today. It's the preaching of the cross and what took place on the cross. The transaction and the event of God sending His Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, condemning sin in the flesh. Verse 18 tells us that the preaching of the cross is to one category of men foolishness and to another category of men it is the power of God. The preaching of the cross is not the power of God to those that perish. The preaching of the cross is the power of God to those which are saved. It is those only that have already been born again, that are already saved, that see in the preaching of the cross the power of God. And it's to those that perish, those that are outside God's plan of eternal salvation, those that have been rejected, those that are perishing, they have no use for it and they consider it foolish. But my brethren, you should know that as we come to a subject like this, as we come to this subject, there is within you yet so much flesh that it wars against this subject. This subject is the hardest subject for us to be fully inflamed with, like we should, because our flesh is against it. Our flesh is a product of the devil and sin. And because of that, we are like the devil in our flesh against it. Why could not our beloved brethren, James and Peter and John, that were in the Garden of Gethsemane, stay awake for a few minutes with three requests by our Lord and Savior? Because the flesh is weak. The flesh does not like the subject of the cross of Calvary. And so it behooves you, and it's necessary that you humble yourself and beg God to forgive you and beg God to strengthen you to delight in this subject. And brethren, this 18th verse tells us that the evidence of your salvation is the glory and excitement and power that you see in the cross of Calvary. Verses 22 through 24 tell us that the apostles never preached by market surveys. Today, churches establish themselves by taking a market survey and structuring their church, its programs, its worship service. Let's not call them worship services. 
their services to meet that public demand of that particular area. But the uh, market survey was taken here, but totally rejected by the apostles. While the Jews were looking for signs in verse 22, and the Greeks were seeking after wisdom, the apostles preached Christ crucified. They simply laid out what the Word of God had to say about Jesus of Nazareth dying on the cross. And if you didn't like that, then there's nothing in the religion of Jesus Christ for you. You may go away and find your pleasure on the golf course. You may go away and find your pleasure in some nightclub. But you won't find it in the church of Jesus Christ. We preach Christ crucified in spite of what the Greeks and the Jews were seeking after. The Jews found it to be a stumbling block. They didn't want such a Savior. The Greeks saw it as foolishness because it didn't sound like wisdom to them. But unto them which are called, verse 24, those that God has appointed to salvation, both Jews and Greeks, some of both. What is the preaching of the cross? They see in it the power of God and they see in it the wisdom of God. And because of that, the Apostle Paul said in the first five verses of chapter 2 that when he came and preached... He dumbed his message down. Men do not need to take speeches in eloquence or practice their eloquence in order to preach the gospel. They need to deliver the declarations of God's word about the cross of Calvary. Because a born again child of God will love that and they don't care whether it's presented by an unlearned Peter who quit school after the third grade to become a fisherman or anyone else. The Apostle Paul dumbed his message down. Verse 1, When I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. The Apostle Paul could. The Apostle Paul was well trained. When on trial for his life in Acts chapter 26, he could speak with the best order brought out of the city of Jerusalem. But he did not use that when preaching the cross of Calvary. I determined... I determined to dumb my message down simply to deliver to you Jesus Christ and Him crucified. That is our goal today. Brethren, there is within you a spirit that is willing and a flesh that is weak if you're born again. And it is our duty and job right now to pray and to ask God to strengthen our spirit and to crush our flesh and to make every effort that we can to do so and stay awake with our Savior for a few hours. Let us pray. Our Holy Father in heaven, our spirits are weak. Our flesh is weak, but our spirits are willing. Heavenly Father, our spirits are willing to delight in the Lord Jesus Christ and Him crucified today. But we find in our flesh remaining sin that loves this world, that loves the wisdom of the Greeks that loves the signs of the Jews that sees the preaching of the cross as foolishness. Oh Lord, save us from our flesh and bless our spirits to delight in your son, the Lord Jesus Christ today. Heavenly Father, we are thankful that from the beginning of the word of God, it tells us about the seed of the woman that would come and bruise the serpent's head. And it takes us all the way to the last chapter in this glorious divine library that tells us that we have free access to the tree of life because of what happened in the middle of this book. We thank Thee for the Lord Jesus Christ. 
All time is divided by Him into B.C. and A.D. The Word of God is divided into the Old Testament and the New Testament. The New Testament being introduced by the generation of Jesus of Nazareth. Heavenly Father, we pray that in this time that we have together, You will lift up our hearts and lift up our minds. That we will give appropriate attention and then affection for the Lord Jesus Christ who laid down His life for us. O Lord, forgive us our sins. Forgive us the sinfulness yet within us. And Heavenly Father, draw us unto Thee. And as we draw nigh to Thee, O Lord, do Thou draw nigh unto us. Heavenly Father, we pray that this day in all of our singing, in the preaching and the hearing of it, in the reading of Your Word, in the praying, in the Lord's table, in our fellowship around these things. All of it will bring honor and glory to the Lord Jesus Christ and be pleasing to Thee as acceptable worship before Thee. Heavenly Father, we pray for all our brethren scattered abroad in churches in this country and elsewhere that You will bless them. We thank Thee for this nation in which we can come together and preach the cross of Calvary, without fear of punishment. And Heavenly Father, we pray for those that cannot be with us this morning, that You will bless them in their respective places and by the power of the Holy Ghost. But, O Lord, now we ask for that Holy Spirit that was given to testify of the Lord Jesus Christ, that He would testify of Him today in our hearts, through this pulpit, by our singing, and speaking and teaching and admonishing one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, that all that we say and do this day will be acceptable in Thy sight and for the profit of our souls. Lift us up in our love of Thy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Have mercy upon us, Heavenly Father. We confess our weakness, but, O Lord, we declare our desire Have mercy and bless us and strengthen us, we ask in Jesus' name, for His honor and glory. Amen.